Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live, and today I'm very excited. We have action hero and villain extraordinaire Alex Pownovic. Alex, thank you for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Now, that whole action hero villain thing, it, it's kind of hard-pressed to find the hero part in there. You play a lot of bad guys. <laughs> I play. I do play a lot of, but to me, I'm the hero. That's. I think that what makes it happen is that I love the idea of, of uh, you know, I, I don't consider myself a bad guy. I just yeah. go a little bit further than the rest. And everybody I've spoken to who plays an antagonist, they love playing the bad guy. I mean, it's, it's just so much fun. I hear it's so much fun because it's nothing, nothing like me. So you get to use those those inner kind of inner kind of demons to kind of play into a character, and it's it's just a blast to play, man. I bet it is. Now, uh, Alex here is the star of an upcoming NFT show called Gen Zeros. Uh, the website I have it right up there for you guys to check it out. It's GenZeros.com. We're going to get to the whole NFT thing in a second, but let's talk about the show where you play Bishop. So what can you tell us and our audience about what Gen Zeros is all about? Well, Gen Zeros is basically, you know, the, it, it starts in today, in 2022, um, a, a apocalypse thing kind of happens kind of like what the pandemic yeah. kind of did to us. Mm. But along with the pandemic, aliens attack. And the aliens weren't here to, to um, um, like, kill the humans. They were all about taking all of our resources, every bits and pieces of our resources. If anybody got in the way, they didn't make it. People that went into hiding, they made it. And it was the first time the world's, all the armies got together to, to, to fight one common enemy, which were these aliens. And, um, and the aliens, obviously, they, they won that type of war and they took all our resources. And the show starts, and in that time, the people that were left were basically in the, uh, the population was basically the Stone Age, but the technology was above and beyond what we know today, just because the aliens left a lot of their docking ships there because they got all everything that they wanted, all the ore, all all everything that was in the sea, all our resources. And so the, the story takes place 200 years later. Okay. And in that 200 years, the, the, the world has built factions all over the world of how people live lives the way they want to live their lives. We, we have one faction called New Earth, and it's very botany, and it's very um, bringing life back to, to, to the Earth. And then the other faction is called Children of Them. And Children of Them are waiting for the return of the aliens that will someday come, that they can roll the red carpet out to them because they, they admire them. Yeah. And my faction, when, what Bishop's faction is, the Aurora Clan, and they're high up in the mountains and defense is the best offense so they don't really like to go out and try to do anything they just like that they're a very family tight-knit community where the community loves their leader and it, it's all about the defense and just 
leaving us alone. But but the idea of how their armor is and how they fight, no one wants to mess with them. So and, and there's these 10 factions all around. And, you know, you got to a point where humanity fought for fought together. And then as things come and evolve, uh, different ideologies start happening. And, and people want to live in certain ways and want other people live in the ways that they live. So it's quite, it's basically, it's, it's this, um, you know, it, it can be looked at as a political thing, could be, be looked at as a, as a family thing, but it's definitely a show, of, a show about power. Um, not only power in owning things, but power in family. Um, so it, uh, the character development that Matt and Jeremy, Matt Venables, Jeremy Smith, who wrote the show, um, had put the really character, the really very, a lot of details in the character development, which made the sci-fi aspect that much more um, engaging because you get to really care about the characters and the factions. And I love the fact that the fact, there's so many different types of factions. So what we love to call is like, well, one of the things that we have is which faction are you? Yeah. So you as a viewer, are, are you are you a, an Aurora faction or are you a New Earth faction? So it, it, it has something for everybody in the show. And it's been really great to be a part of it and, and really great to to kind of from the ground up kind of build this. And and the, the ideology that the, where it all started from was a company called House of Kiba, which is an NFT company, made these these uh, gifts and these images 10,000 of them, and in 40 minutes, they sold $6.2 million worth of, of wow. the images. And so what I loved about them is that they said, the community really loved this. Let's give them more. And um, Neil Stevenson Moore, who is CFO of House of Kiva, approached me and said, like, you're quite, you know, you're in the sci-fi community. Do you think you can do a show like this? Because the five years that I had on Van Helsing, yeah with that team matt and jeremy were the writers and producers of that team for five years and i, I love the guys to death it was a perfect match deserved. yeah so there's a history there's a history there so for us um i just trusted them to show run the show and now now we're here we've shot four episodes and and here we go Okay, so we're going to talk about NFTs, but before we get to that, the first question is, because this is an NFT show, are the viewers going to be interactively involved? Well, yeah. Well, what, what was great is, like, we've been doing... I love this. The, the, I'm new to this NFT community. I know, like, 6% of the idea of NFTs. And the more I've learned, the more... I've really fallen in love with it because the idea that there's a community, there's a thing called Discord, which I like to call it an ethical Twitter, because, you know, you don't have those, those you know, bad mouthing, you know, keyboard warriors back there just spitting crap. Yeah. You literally, because they just get booted, which mm -hmm. is awesome. And we don't mind critique. We love the critique because it gets the fans involved and it helps us. And just the, uh, probably a month ago, one of the fans in our discords knew that I used to play in a metal band and said, hey, why don't you put one of your songs in one of your shows? And we kind of looked around at each other and said, that's a great idea. Let's put one of my songs in the show. <laughs> so, so that community engagement was something that 
that influenced the show uh-huh. and the way we're breaking down the NFTs. And that's something, you know, Neil Stevenson Mork and, you know, you should get him on the show because he breaks it down into it like a, such a great way. And the sci-fi community and the NFT community are are in one because they're so devoted to each other and so devoted to being um, on the ground floor of something that they love and to yeah. kind of intertwine the NFT and the and the sci-fi community has been a blessing for us because we we've gotten to learn so much more and also get the community involved. So it's been it's been it's been such an awesome fucking ride. Man. It is. I, bet, awesome. I mean, I, I'm excited just listening to it. So I'm going to take a stab at explaining to the people what NFTs are. Uh, Do it. Okay. So. NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. Basically what it is, is any form of digital art, whether it's video, pictures, cards, okay? Uh, What makes NFT special is that they are governed by what's called the blockchain. And basically that is sort of a way of following ownership of a piece of art, whether it's a video, a picture or whatnot that the the blockchain is open to everybody and you can go and check out is this a fake is somebody scamming me or if it's the real deal so the popularity with nfts is people can trace back the origins of a picture of a video of a television series and see that they're getting the real deal and that's what makes it so exciting because companies like the company you're working with to create gen zeros other big studios now they have a way uh a sort of near perfect way of protecting their ip their intellectual property and giving it to people at what is a really cheaper cost because it sort of removes a lot of the middle stuff that's in the way now for people that want to view gen zeros is it going to be exclusively available on the genzeros.com website Yes, and that's a great way to explain it. I, I, one of the things I also love to explain it as is it's it's artist driven. Yeah, it's not corporate driven, and I love the fact that not only do the, the do the, the the artists in front of the camera benefit, but you know our our costume designer who would sketch this beautiful costume, she can make that into an NFT, a part of our show. Yeah. And then she can see, you know, she can see there, there could be somebody out there that wants to get in costumes in the future. And this is something that they really want to own. So she gets a benefit out of that too. And not only, um, you know, uh, financially, but it's also, it like, gets her work out there. It exactly. gets people seeing her work. And I love that because there's so many talented people behind the camera. So for us, Gen Zero is like, we, we're probably going to do a free NFT drop on our base. It's a two minute animated, basically, um, um, explanation of the world before we get into the series of what had happened. Yeah. And we just finished um, the audio mix yesterday and it, it sounds so amazing. It looks amazing because it's animated um, and with this beautiful voiceover. So we're dropping that as a free NFT so people can get really behind it. And that first episode we're dropping as a free NFT. And and that's just for the community. You get, you go to genzeros.com, 
you put your email in there and then you'll probably and you and you have a wallet and that will get you dropped the free nft and then then you can start purchasing it after that if that's something you want to purchase that is and awesome. the idea and the idea of how we incorporated the nfts for instance there's a scene where one of the characters gets a message to do this almost like um almost like a silver dollar sized uh, um, um, kind of communication device that he just puts on the side of his forehead. Now the viewer doesn't have to see what he's seeing. All he knows is that it's bad news. So he just kind of says, yeah, "This, you know, we'll take care of that later," type of thing. But you can go into the website and purchase the video of what he just saw oh, in this vision. Man. So that it's little so things cool. like so it's little things like that that help us tell the story, but also giving even more uh, exclusivity to the NFT owners. And there's something about what I've learned about the NFT community and the Discord is they, they, they love the idea that they're on the ground floor and they love the, the idea that they're right. Yeah. So when we do go to a mass market, there's we, we actually have, um, you know, we've just been having some amazing pitch meetings with some amazing streaming companies um, of how we can keep the community as the number one if we take that value um, and take that volume. Um, and so that that's something for us that the community comes first. Yeah. Like we're lucky that we, Matt and Jeremy wrote this great story because that's where it starts with. It starts with content. The fans got to love it. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like we've developed something that is really great with a great community and and the actors that we have involved we have a fantastic cast right now um and we're only growing because we only shot the first four chapters and we're only going to keep on casting some amazing characters and the idea that the nft community can't wait they're behind it we keep on dropping them more and more stuff we do a podcast every week so we can keep in communication with the community because they're the ones that are are kind of guiding us and helping us through this journey yeah. that honestly i've never been a part of i've never been a part of something like this for me you know you go in you're a part of a great show being a part of hawkeye being a part of snowpiercer being a part of van helsing it was a family they were all families but i kind of like jump on the train do my acting bit and i get off and the train keeps on going yeah. and hopefully i'll catch another car and do another scene but being a part of the train yeah. and being a part of the train in this aspect of it with a community that we can, that we can talk to and, and get advice from. And what do you guys think we should do next? It's, it's been a blessing, man. I can imagine. Now you are a veteran of the screen when it came time to shoot uh, this NFT show, Gen Zeros, was there any difference as opposed to Hawkeye, Van Helsing, as far as production goes, because it's an NFT show. Oh no, not at all. This is just this is. We had an amazing cast and crew. There was nothing different uh, in shooting this. This was shot with just as if Van Helsing or Hawkeye was shot. And I think what I loved about it because I've had some amazing experiences on set. When I first started out, when I did Supernatural and. And Jensen and Jared and Supernatural were amazing, amazing hosts. And they made you feel like you were a part of the family, which made, you know, an actor that just started out 
um, uh, be even more creative because you're not just walking in. It's like the new kid in school. <laughs> and so when they did that with me, I was like, that's exactly how I, if I had a show, that's exactly how I, I need to treat everyone because that's how I love to be treated. And so sure enough, when we got to this position, um, we had actors that not only loved being there when we were shooting, they came back the next day just to be a part of the set and enjoy enjoy everything that was going on. So it, just because it was a, in, it's an NFT-funded project doesn't mean that there, it, it's any less than any other project out there. We really we brought out all the stops. I can't wait for you guys to see how we shot it and what we shot. Um, a lot of behind the scenes footage that will be out there as NFTs. Um, it, it, I'm just I'm just super proud and I could get really emotional on it because it's something that that I've always dreamed of doing it in this way. And I didn't even know what NFTs were when yeah. I was dreaming about it, but this and, is this thing. And the format sounds as opposed to a tra traditional TV show or movie where you go, like you said, you do your part, you go on to the next train. This really lets you get close, if not into the fan base. You are a part of the fan base. And you can tell just by listening to you talk and how excited you are, uh, not only to be a part of this as a star, but to be in the fan base as well. You sound just as much a fan as you are a part of the production. And I'm sure that's an element in traditional television and movies that's that's you try to connect with the fans and hear what they have to say but there is a limit as to how far you can go and this totally pulls down all the all those barriers that's exactly right and honestly like i'm a fan of the fans like i i love the fact that they're taking interest in it and the communication that we have in it and the, with the twitter and discord it's the, the communication has been overwhelming for me because being a, an executive producer and a star, I really feel like this is my baby and the way we're working together as a team here, like I'm at the office right now and they're doing their work over there. But I mean, being a part of the team, I feel that I feel that the fans are just as a part of this team as, as anybody else a part of this. And, and uh, the, the NFT aspect of it lends to exactly how I've always dreamed of um, communicating and also and also doing something for fans. Absolutely. Now, you, you just said you are an executive producer. Uh, do you like being uh, an executive producer in a show that you're also starring in? It gives you more of a voice in which direction, you know, you have a voice in which way the, the show goes as well as your performance in the show. Uh, first of all, this is the first time you are producing and starring in the same project? Well, at, at this level, yes. I, I did uh, a short film with my really good friend, Tom O'Pennicott, who was Battlestar Galactica and Dr. Yeah. House. And so we both executive produced uh, and starred in it, but it was a short film, a two-hander. Something to this level, I've never done, um, but, but the but I absolutely love it. Not just because I can have a say in, in what's going on. It's, it's the learning aspect of it. It's the team play. I'm a huge team player. So to sit back and see the guys that have been here, like Matt and Jeremy doing Van Helsing for five years, working on Continuum, and I'm learning from them and, and really wanting to wrap my head around 
the behind the scenes stuff because that's something that I've always wanted to be a part of. Nice. But I'm more of a team player. Like I'll throw suggestions out there. And I, 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 it's one of those like spaghetti on the wall thing. If it sticks, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It feels good either way to be a part of that process. And then we, you know, we talk about naming the characters, naming the factions. Being a part of that process has just been so rewarding for me. And and um, I, I mean, it's 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 overwhelming, but I'm absolutely thrilled. Even when we were shooting and being. You know, I was the guy going, I, I, this is, everything's going so great. I want to buy a coffee truck for <laughs> so, so it was like, it was like right before my scene where I was like, hold on a second. Okay, let's get a coffee truck. You know, <laughs> like little things like that. I, I just, I really enjoy doing and, and being a part of it in front of the camera is also, you know, that's what, what this is why I got into the business. So um, on both sides, it's been great. Now, do you, would you say Gen Zeros, uh, when it comes to the action as well as to the character building and giving the the actual characters meaningful storylines amidst all the action, do you think this show has achieved that perfect balance of action as well as character storytelling? Well, it's interesting because we're shooting this in two mediums, which I really love, and and I think the NFT community is a huge part of it also because the two mediums are we shoot the live action to build the character and, and the relationships that the fan can can kind of can really touch with and I love I love, one of the reasons what I love why I love film so much film and television so much is you know if it's a dramatic scene the music's going to be cued the, we're going to push in a certain way our job as, as filmmakers is to hopefully get the emotion and have you emote just what we're trying to bring across. Yeah. And so the other medium is the comic book medium. So we're literally making a comic book that, that runs literally through each segment. So the way um, the first live action episode ends, it goes right into the comic book. Wow. And now that comic book is the scene where we can make a $200 million live action scene into a comic book so the fan can see the world in its entirety. Wow. So in the comic book, there's 10,000 Aurora clan kind of, you know, watching me and, and um, my amazing acting partner, Big Show, Paul White, um, who's, who's a part of the, the, the show and his character's name, Thatch, in the comic book going through these battles. So we go... And we have these massive battles in the comic book. And then when that aspect is over, it literally goes right into the live action. So then we tell that part of the story of God. Children of Them. That is so amazing. But, now, you were a part of Anthony Hopkins' Zero Contact, which was also NFT as well. Was that your first introduction into the world of NFT? Yeah, and this was during the pandemic. My One of my best friends who I did a film with a few years ago and got really tight with, it was the first time I worked with Anthony Hopkins. He, Him and his team were off to, to I think, Europe to go shoot uh, a film. And then the pandemic happened and shut everything down. And he called me up and he said, look, we got an idea for a show, but it's all going to be done on Zoom. It's going to be called Zero Contact. And it's Zoom, GoPros. Um, a drone, we got a drone in there. So we literally did not, have, I 
like I was my own camera guy, just had the camera here. And the in the Zoom meeting, we had the set designer go, hey, can you move your lamp a little bit? And the wardrobe would go, can you put on a different shirt? Like they were all there. And the script was written by Cam Cannon, Rick Dugdale directed and produced it. And we shot this thing with 19 actors in 19 different countries. Wow. So we literally were all over the world shooting this on Zoom. And it got to the point where it just got better and better. And, the, and Cam Cannon wrote a great story. And then the NFT thing came later when they started talking. And Rick was talking with cryptocurrency. Um, um, and Anthony Hopkins came on a little bit later because he wanted him and Rick are good friends. See, I want to be creative during this downtime while I'm in my house. And it turned into this amazing, amazing film that is now you can you can see it on a platform called Viewly, mm-hmm. and um, and it's been doing great. And it's having a theatrical release that's coming up, which is awesome. And out of the success, out of those NFTs, we are now shooting two and three. So we're now doing a trilogy of Zero Contact. Zero Contact. Um, and then uh, the second film is called Zero uh, Contact Reset mm-hmm. and Zero Contact 3. I don't even remember what the third one's called. One but thing about the pandemic is it really pushed artists to become very innovative and to work within the circumstances of the quarantine and lockdown, but yet still be creative and do what they love. So that's exactly what it sounds like with uh, zero contact and what you guys did now gen zeros is uh premiering tomorrow april 13th pause okay so the our big thing is like we're ready to go but again it's the first time we're doing it's the first time anyone's doing this so this week we're hoping to drop one of the free nfts which is the, the mythology of the two minute animated voiceover. Um, but we're, there's still some things with the NFTs okay. we're working out, but we're trying to make perfect. We want this to be perfect. So even though, you know, the boys and I are chopping at the bit to release it on the 13th, we're delaying it probably a week. Okay. Um, before we drop the free NFT. And then, we're, then by the end of the month, we'll really start getting into it. But the big thing is we just need to make sure the NFTs are, are the best value for the customer Absolutely. And, and making sure it's on point. And Absolutely. those are the things that we're just working out. But as the creators, the guys that haven't been like in the NFT world, we're going, uh, we want to put this out. We can't wait to put this out. We're like, hold on, hold on. So that's where we're at right now. So the 13th, we just sent, if you look on uh, Gen Zero's Instagram, um, we sent out a little note apologizing that the 13th is just not going to happen. Just no, that's fine. That's we fine. want it to be perfect. People are willing to wait. Now, when it does release, and you said you guys have already done four chapters of this thing, how frequent, uh, what's going to be the in-between time uh, for chapters? So we're basically going to release live action one week, and then it'll be the comic book the next week, and then it'll be the live action so we'll be doing a week by week so people can really kind of get into it. And again, what I love about the comic book 
like I was saying about the storytelling of how a filmmaker can, can try to evoke an emotion, the comic book gives you, gives me, gives somebody else the, the personal experience with the story. So they can read it as slow as they want, get into the intricacies of the comic. They can read the dialogue in their own cadence. It'll be immersed within their personal. You're going to read it differently than I'm going to read it. Yeah. So I love the fact that we can tell the story as a whole, like in live action, and then a personal experience happens in the comic book. That to me is pretty exciting. That is very exciting. Guys, again, go to genzeros.com. If Alex did not get you hyped up for what's coming out, then nothing is going to get you hyped up. This man is excited. I'm excited. Go to genzeros.com. Check out. See exactly what we've been talking about. Alex, I want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing with us how the revolution of entertainment, it's going. It's going to keep moving forward. Technology is going to take entertainment movies film television and directions that we've never thought of and you're right there one of the first people to be a part of it and i think it's awesome do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go yeah man i mean the biggest thing for me it starts with content and i feel like we have a great story and we're not forcing something into uh, this nft aspect of yeah. it it actually works beautifully and, and I just have to thank you. It's guys like you that really helps us get the word out because it's all about being artist-driven and being creative and having the world see it. And you're giving us that platform, and I really, really appreciate it. It's my first kick at the can. It's something like this at a, as an executive producer and an actor, and I'm, I'm thrilled for people to see it. And you are giving us that platform, and I really appreciate it. Oh, it is absolutely my pleasure to talk. This has been such a fun half hour. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Please go to genzeros.com. Check it out. See what Alex and I have been talking about. You won't be disappointed. I want to thank my guest, Alex Ponovic. I want to thank all you guys who have tuned in live this afternoon and those of you who will be watching this later on. On behalf of Alex and myself, stay safe and watch out for those aliens and stay walking. Bye, everybody. Bye.